Hello guys, welcome back to Daily Devo with Sarah. Um, yeah, so uh, I realized yesterday when I was re-listening to my Devo that like it sounds honestly so creepy that I sound like this to record my episode. Um, <laughs> Cause like this is obviously not the voice that I use to normally record, but I explained my situation the other day um, where like because I record my episodes at night and in this like new apartment that my parents and I moved into our bedrooms are literally right next to each other and our beds are also like right up against the wall too and so I don't want to be like rude you know (laughs) and wake them up by recording my podcast like super dynamically so I sound like I'm tired I mean like that's not wrong either necessarily but then yeah that's why like my voice is super low and this is just like the nighttime voice that you're gonna get maybe it's soothing you know like sometimes like when you hear like people talking in low tones it's kind of nice because it's like chill you know like it's not yappy and i know like that's exactly how i could sound when i'm like talking in a normal voice and so maybe you guys appreciate it i don't know but anyway here i am um i gotta say like it has been really hard recording my devos because my room right now is not necessarily a mess but it's like pretty like disorganized to my level because i'm a very tidy person so like even just like the couple boxes that i have laid out like on the floor and like all my hair tools on my sofa like oh like it's bothering me and if i'm not in a physical space where like it's completely clutter free then mentally i can't focus so that's why like right now it's i'm fighting everything in myself to just like ignore the mess and just like focus on doing this devo uh just letting you guys in on where i am anyway um the topic for today is broken so yeah Mm -hmm. and the verse that we're going off of what do you know like we're actually deviating from proverbs a little bit we're going into ecclesiastes and fun fact that is my favorite book in the bible um yeah so we are starting a new sub-series called god's order disrupted and the verses are from ecclesiastes chapter 2 sorry yawning again um ecclesiastes chapter 2 verses 15 to 16 where it says i said to myself this too is meaningless for the wise like the fool will not be long remembered the days have already come when both have been forgotten like the fool the wise too must die Hmm. yeah so i guess we're talking about how even though you're a wise person like there is a much greater thing than wisdom in life like obviously wisdom is important but like there is something bigger and so i guess that's what we're exploring today that's what i think no one book of the bible gives us the whole picture of god's salvation and truth oh that's true um let's read it again no one no one book of the bible gives us the whole picture of god's salvation and truth Proverbs makes the case that because God is the creator, wise actions normally lead to good results in life. The key word, however, is normally. There is much abnormal about our world so that proper, prosperous people 
often are not hardworking, while many poor people are, right? Like, I find this, like, to be the most frustrating thing. (laughs) The relationship between behavior and reward is not completely, but to a significant degree, disrupted. It's possible to overread Proverbs to teach that quote-unquote good things happen to people and bad things happen to bad people. While Proverbs acknowledges the disruption of order, the books of Ecclesiastes and Job, which is also part of the Bible's wisdom literature, explores it. Proverbs says that in general, the godly are remembered and the wicked forgotten. But here, Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verses 15 to 16 observes that often a good wise person is no more honored than a fool. It's like the books are contradicting each other almost. Ecclesiastes and Job then must be read together with Proverbs if we are to learn wisdom. So that's interesting because even though we're being presented like two different types of information from two different books, like they're actually in harmony with one another. So even though Proverbs emphasize, as you guys like know from the past couple like days of Devo, that yeah, like even though you're like even if you're a wise person, it means because you've made the right choices and you've done your best to be a good person, um, to honor God, whatever and then you're a fool if you didn't do those things, and then, um, thought I was gonna yawn again, (laughs) false alarm, um, but then Ecclesiastes says, like, hey, you could be the wisest person in the world, but, like, really, you're not that much different from a fool, so, yeah, like, if those two information aren't contradicting each other, what, how do you guys make of this, like, the way that I'm taking it is, like, Yes, you should always strive to be wise. I feel like that's the point driven in the book of Proverbs. But then like Ecclesiastes just kind of like circles back and reminds you, yeah, like while it's good for you to seek wisdom, know that there's a bigger picture than that. Like there's a greater being. Like it's not all about just becoming wise, intelligent, and doing sound things, you know? It's, what is it? What is it? I mean, like as a Christian, like I know the answer, but then... You know, I think like even as a Christian, I could explore that even deeper for myself and like truly examine for myself, like whether I do believe that like there are greater things than wisdom in life, because you could expect wisdom to bring you a lot of prosperity, a lot of joy from just your life going well based on like the wise choices you make. But that's not it. Like even if you have the best life because you chose to pursue a path of wisdom while you're here on this earth, like in the grand scheme of things, like let's say that like God is not part of that journey, then it's meaningless. And Ecclesiastes drives that home. I've mentioned this in my previous episodes as well. Like the reason why Ecclesiastes is one of my favorite books is because it really puts me in place. Because here I am on this earth pursuing a lot of different things in life right and you know i'm a girl with a lot of needs a lot of wants and you know sometimes like god does not make it to the list you know and like you know this is just like a bit of a tangent but like that's those are the moments when i find myself asking like sarah like you should look into your faith a little bit more like are you truly a christian if that is the state that you're in right now you know what i mean but anyway um yeah like that's why I love Ecclesiastes because every time I read verses like this, it's like a wake up call. 
to me like sarah like even wisdom which seems so good and noble to pursue is meaningless in the bigger picture if god is not part of the picture so the question for today is does it surprise you that in our broken world good behavior does not always lead to favorable outcomes i mean like it's frustrating absolutely but no right like i'm just thinking about like people who just inherited millions of dollars and then people who you know like work three jobs single mom three kids you know like you know who's working harder right but it's not like behavior necessarily you know leads to the best consequences do you find yourself blaming god for this no i don't find myself blaming god for this because i know god isn't the one causing socioeconomic gaps like i know god's heart hurts for people who are socioeconomically struggling so no that would it wouldn't even make sense for me to blame god um or it says are you learning to be wise in a broken world yes i'm trying i'm trying to be wise in this broken world i have to say though that question does make me like examine my motivation for wisdom and maybe that's a good question to ask ourselves for all of us like when we are pursuing wisdom in life which is again a very noble thing to do right rather than just pursuing pure happiness and like comfortable life like wisdom but then like maybe it's not so noble if say like your motivation isn't so noble because like action doesn't really mean much but i think like your heart posture always matters more and jesus actually looks at the heart a lot more than like your actual actions um so i don't know i guess i'm like examining for myself right now as i am pursuing wisdom in this broken world like why what is driving me and i guess it's because like i want to live the best quality life possible and i know wisdom has to do wisdom fortifies that goal of mine you know um so it's it feels a little bit self-serving and i don't think that's necessarily something i have to feel so guilty about and like you guys i really try to watch myself when i immediately just like pinpoint something and label it as sin and i just like stay miserable and i don't mean to say anything heretical here in terms of like trying to get myself out of guilt you know which might be convicting me to be more authentic as a christian to be like more actually like a christian um but then like i don't know you know like as much as something that i do is i try to like excuse myself of sins and justify them something else that i do at the same time is i for some reason like put myself in a position of guilt because feeling guilty it's kind of twisted makes me feel sanctimonious it makes me feel like i'm trying to be a pious person and that makes me feel good too you know it's kind of twisted like i said but then yeah like i try not to immediately like make make myself feel so immediately guilty and shameful all the time and see my behavior in such a negative light because 
number one, like that's super depressing. And number two, like I think there are there is such a thing as like a righteous guilt, but then while I experience that when the Holy Spirit convicts me, like I also feel this sort of guilt that I guess I don't know exactly an adjective for, but like a guilt that makes me um feel that makes me like go into this place where I'm just feeling bad about myself and I can't get out like and that doesn't necessarily help my faith either and so I I guess I'm being super meta right now about myself but that's kind of what goes on like I analyze um like when I put myself in a guilty place and when I try to like ignore my guilt um but yeah I always try to like be as self-aware as possible you know for example right now trying to like examine my motivation for pursuing wisdom not that that's necessarily the topic here but that question does prompt me to think about that um yeah anyway um i guess i can't change the motivations in my heart because how do you do that but as i continue pursuing wisdom i guess like a prayer that i could um pray for myself is to just in order to just like center everything that i pursue in the light of god like i could pray something like god like may my motivation be more centered on you so that like when i do obtain wisdom in different areas of life that like not am i only looking for my life to be enhanced but for you to be glorified and i think god would really appreciate and honor that you know and like everything that i pursue is in light of god anyway or should be and so i think that's like a a humble prayer that i can pray for myself anyway the prayer um given by the devil today is lord i live in a world that you make good but that we have marred how wrong it is for me to blame you for what uh doesn't work in life help me to trust in you and bide my time until the world is mended so yeah that prayer is just a reminder for the true reality that god made this world to be so good so perfect so pure so pristine but then we brought sin into this world and made it broken and we see that's why we see injustices and it's funny because like when you look at the media you see some people pointing their finger at god and blaming him for all the injustice and terrible things that go on in the world when it's like mm, the reality is like god never intended those injustices to happen we're not the god's not the one who brought all those like things uh, horrible things into this world we did through sin you know we as in like i'm not calling on any of you in particular but collectively as society and sure like you may not have been like hitler you may not have been certain dictators or like people who do majorly terrible overtly terrible things right but collectively as society we're not perfect either you and now now i'm calling on you particularly and same with myself as well and so yeah like humanity like we're the one who messed it up and so i mean like i don't struggle with this i don't point my finger at god for the injustices in this world um i used to and then i realized that didn't really make sense so i stopped um but yeah like it's a gentle reminder for us to 
remember like when we see the terrible things even in like just like look at your own life like there are some things in my life that i'm not completely like satisfied about either and i yeah like sometimes get tempted to blame god for it but i don't and that's what you know some of us might need like reminder for as well like yeah i guess this devil today is just to kind of remind us of that in case we forgot (laughs) because we can get swept away too you know even as christians when like we see everybody else just looking at this looking to this god figure that honestly it's funny because they don't even believe in god and they're just like pointing finger at somebody who they claim doesn't exist it's kind of weird but yeah like even for us as christians like when everybody around us is just collectively doing that we might be tempted to do that as well um but then our calling is to remind ourselves that like it is the fault of humanity and satan that made this world the horrible place that it is you know and like this isn't even like looking at this world in a pessimistic view we're just like clearly looking at like the bad things you know there are beautiful things in this life as well um but yeah like i guess our ultimate prayer is for us to trust in god that like until jesus comes back and this whole world is renewed to its original state of perfection and purity like that we can hang on and we can always um intercessorily i totally made up that word do intercessory prayers and bring in our own intercessory interventions yeah through prayer um to heal this world through you know just simple thing like prayer um because like yes like sometimes i look at and consider like the terrible things that happen and i'm like i feel so powerless you know i feel like i'm just one person what can i really do to change this world like except hold the door for some people like be kind to the people i know and like go on homeless outreaches once in a while like even just those efforts feel noble but still futile you know what i mean but like i i know for sure like something i don't take advantage of um enough is intercessory prayers like god hears those prayers like when i pray for like say persecuted christians in other countries right like it makes me feel so futile honestly but then it's not like they don't count for anything either you know um so yeah until jesus comes back and the world is mended to go back to its place let us pray those intercessory prayers that's just one particular example that just comes up to my mind right now and um when we're tempted to point our finger at god for the wrong things and the injustices we see in this world that we not do that (laughs) and that we honestly just lift up prayers um asking god to intervene asking god to you know hear our prayers asking god to help mend wherever it is possible um even before jesus comes back anyway that is the prayer for today um and the devo i mean and yeah i think something that an intercessory prayer that i want to pray is for the persecuted christians in north korea i have always been aware of just I can't even describe the horrific things that my fellow brothers and sisters in that country endure. And like, it's, I don't know, that country is obviously on my heart because I'm not North Korean, but like until the country split, like we were, we're the same people. Those are my people. And they just 
are under a terrible ruler right now. So there's a lot of torture. There's a lot of death. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of, you know, um, discomfort of life. Like even if you're not like a Christian in that country, you're just not having a good life, you know. But I especially like being in a country like United States with the religious freedom that I have like I really my heart really goes out to them you know and yeah like honestly care looking at like those faithful Christians in North Korea inspires me to be serious about my faith like no other um yeah because those people are just humans like me you know when I look at um when I like read stories about apostles in the Bible, like going out, evangelizing and risking their lives and all that, like obviously admirable stuff. Nobody's going to argue that. But then like those are people, I'm just saying, <laughs> who have encountered Jesus personally, interacted with him, walked with him, learned directly from him and like felt his love, like flesh to flesh. Not in a weird way, you guys. <laughs> but then like, you know, like I can't relate to them because of that because of what they went through but then like when i look at just mere humans like me aka like the my christian brothers and sisters in north korea i'm like you guys should be just as weak as i am in my faith but then there you are like refusing to renounce your faith even if it means saving yourself and your entire family because you know north korea does that like once they get your name once they find out that you're a christian they take your name down and then they get the names of everybody else in your family like not just your nuclear family but your extended family as well and they also get arrested and they also get put into like concentration camps like i can't believe this stuff like goes around now but anyway um yeah i want to lift up my intercessory prayers for them um because that's literally the least that i can do in this broken world and you know with the topic of today being broken um that's where i want to play my part so um yeah i after after i end this episode i'm gonna do my little prayer on that and ask god to hear it anyway that is it for today you guys have a good friday and enjoy your weekend bye (laughs) 